1: Hello everyone and welcome to Afterbuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. Oh man, I'm just so excited. We have a full panel here tonight. Yay. We're all here. Yay! Yay. Um, it's season four, episode 21, Mother. Hmm. And Mama came in and did some things. Lots of mothers. <clears throat> lots of mothers around. Multiple.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> um, I'm Tiana Hobson, and joining me tonight I have my lovely co-host. Hey, Court Gay here. You guys can uh
3: tweet me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S.
2: And I am Blake McIver. You can tweet me at Blake MacGyver.
3: And I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me at Serafini TV. And Marissa's
1: also in our chat role right now, so if you're listening uh, to us on iTunes, yeah. make sure you check out um, us live on YouTube, because we do that now. Um, and it's so much fun, and you can tw- or type in and chat with Marissa live on our show. It's great. Also, if you're tweeting, make sure you use the hashtag ABTV once, and that way we will see all of the lovely things you have to say. So... Let's jump right into it because we got someone coming back tonight that um, I know. I I know Marissa yeah. <laughs> was really excited, uh, excited about. Excited. Yes. Cora is I'm back. Yeah, Yay. 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 She's amazing. Yeah. Barbara Hershey.
2: Barbara Hershey. Yeah. I oh. love, Barbara. Just God love her.
1: Mm-hmm. Round of applause mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in that. So I mean, we we see her in a flashback, of course, because in our present time she's. Dead, Um, (laughs) but we can always depend on the good old fashioned flashbacks. So in this flashback, it is the anniversary of Daniel's death, who was Regina's the love of her life. That she that stable boy. That stable boy. It's always the rough and rugged stable stable boy. True life, true life, true (laughs) true life. I'm in love with the stable (laughs) boy. We all had a
2: moment there. Yeah, (laughs) I know. We were like, I
1: understand this Mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. So. Regina or the evil queen is going around the land she's not in a good mood we see her ruin someone's wedding because it's happening on royal property and she's like oh yeah well I don't remember giving you permission yanks out the groom's heart and then, you know, crumbles it into ash in front of his bride.
2: It's
3: bad oh, enough she crashed yeah. the wedding,
2: <laughs> killed <laughs> the groom. Yeah. Like,
4: she was in a bad mood. She was not she happy. Was no. She was
3: bitter and scorned. And yeah. I think the whole rule that was, uh, you know, you're on royal property, that was totally arbitrary. It was like, no, she was just bitter. Yeah, yeah. just
2: mad. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And I love that we also got to see, I mean,
1: Henry, her father, was around yeah. too for a second tonight. And we see him sort of like, hey, you know, are you sure you're not overreacting because of something else, of what Mm -hmm. the day is? And she's like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) Then she makes him walk home Mm because she wants to go visit Daniel's grave where there's a yellow rose and she knows that her mother is there. Now, cora the last time we had seen her here, had been pushed through the looking glass and sent off to Wonderland. Mm -hmm. Right. So the big question is, what are you doing here? How'd you get back? And she's like, oh, I used to rabbit. (laughs) Oh,
3: silly rabbits. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the rabbit, as we know, can travel from realms and cross those portals. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was totally believable.
1: Yeah, so she's back, and she says she's here to kind of, she's learned her lessons, and she wants a relationship with her daughter. Mm -hmm. How much of that did you guys believe?
4: I think she definitely wants a relationship with her daughter, but for the use of good or bad or selfish reasons is a different story, you know? Korra is...
2: Uh, I don't think so. I think Cora's pure evil. Yeah. I think <laughs> no, this is I mean, all a ploy.
4: I mean, like, she wants a relationship with her daughter, but it's a means to end for herself, you know, right? like, to utilize to her daughter. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think Cora is just another villain that's so... Not- she has no redemptive qualities. She's just straight up evil. Bad. Yeah, she's
2: pretty to the bad.
3: Bone. Like, mm. And to see her try to have a happy ending would be interesting. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that, that would, would be tricky. What would yeah. that be? be? her happy ending? <laughs> How curious. Uh, yeah, But she's I don't just straight know. up evil.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but she does say that she's there because she wants to help her daughter find love. She ran into Tinkerbell, uh-huh. um, somewhere, because Tink was probably in Wonderland or something. I love that little
2: <laughs> aside. We like, yeah. gotta yeah, I
1: talk Tinkerbell. to Tink. <laughs> yeah, I uh, to Tink. I she, knows, she
2: knows who you need. Yeah. yeah,
1: And Tinkerbell told her about the soulmate that Regina has out there with the lion tattoo, which we all know is Robin Hood, but she doesn't know that yet. So Cora goes off to find Robin Hood for Regina and bring him back for her daughter to have love and happiness in her life. And then she makes
2: it to the local bar uh-huh. and finds. I just <laughs> love that it. it's just like pick up a guy at the local tavern, like.
1: <laughs> and let's just say that Mama had it going on because the sheriff of Nottingham was like, "Hey, lady, like trying to pick mm-hmm. her up." Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. yeah. And was like, maybe she's maybe just a player. Here
2: nottingham was thirsty he
4: was he wanted a one night stand or to rule the kingdom so (laughs)
1: but he was filling him some mama cora he was Uh
3: mama's got some swag oh yes she does
2: she can wear a gown sashay into that tavern
1: (laughs) (laughs) so he tells her all about how robin hood is a bad guy and that he's married now from what he's heard and so gets this great idea that she'll just kind of dress him up as the guy, Uh because Regina never saw his face, so she puts the lion tattoo on him (laughs) and brings him back to the palace, and I love that before she brings him in, she, you know, gussies up her daughter it's kind of a cinderella moment you know with the fairy godmother Mm -hmm. changing her dress going from the darkness to like something super light and pretty and pure pure Mm -hmm. exactly um
2: i did like the little moment where she was like oh i forgot i love this color
1: (laughs) i was like oh everything is so black but now it's white and happy that sounded racist in my mind for some reason (laughs) but anyways (laughs) um, it so, wasn't it, right. Uh, <laughs> like, you know how when like off-topic, it could have sounded weird. Out of context. Yeah, out of it's context. Our, we're
2: a pretty diverse panel. <laughs> yeah, we, are. Uh, we so are. I'm the only one bringing the light. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so then, as they're talking, the sheriff of Nottingham. Turns into the biggest douche in the world, uh, right?
4: He, he's been a douche. since <laughs> yeah, no, He's yeah. always been a
1: douche, but he was kind of like, oh, stable boy, glad you've moved up in, the, in your life. Uh, he and was yet, like oh. saying yeah. all
4: the wrong things to reveal himself, pretty Terrible much. Terrible first mm.
2: date, it was just...
1: <laughs> You're supposed to be connecting with this person <laughs> as their soulmate, and you think it's okay to make fun of her for being in mm-hmm. love with the stable boy when she was younger?
2: Nodding, no. nodding. Exactly. I couldn't resist, <laughs> I couldn't resist, I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, I mean, wow.
3: <laughs> that was good. That was great. Uh sorry. But, okay. Not the way back, to, to move to when Regina's heart. No, Mm-mm. not not at all. Mm. So
1: it clearly is you know, Regina's like, okay, something's up, mm. she I love that she got his lion tattoo to turn into an actual like baby miniature lion that was so cute. It
2: was cute. cute. <laughs> I thought that too. Yeah. So cute. Until he started biting like, his neck. Aww. I mean, you know, if you're in
1: control of the lion, aww. I could see it being like so a nice super- pet. Yeah, a nice little pet. <laughs> pet. There you go. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, the <laughs> lion starts biting him <laughs> um, to get information out of him because Regina knows that it's Cora who put him up to this, but she doesn't know why. And eventually it's revealed that he was supposed to knock her up, basically, because her mother wants her to have children. And then the bigger question becomes, why? she? Cora gave away one of her children, or mm-hmm. was horrible to the other one, and killed the man that she loved, took away her happiness, uh-huh. and turned her into an evil person. Why does she now want her daughter to... Have children of her own. You're not going to be a great grandma.
2: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is not going to be like yeah. fun weekend at grandma's house. That's probably yeah. selfish
3: intentions, obviously. Yeah, I think so. And I, again, I think it's just Cora being evil. She, if she, if Regina did get pregnant, that would be a whole another story and more plans from Cora that we would see. But since that didn't happen, I think well, they I mean, would have you know, fleshed that story out. Yeah, the only thing more. I could
4: think about is that she wants the groom the. You know, unborn child to become evil with her, or like be more of a listener than Regina was. You know, because Regina completely rebelled against her. Yeah, but these are
1: things that didn't happen. But it didn't happen <laughs> because yeah, <it> didn't happen. <laughs> and Regina made sure that they wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Because Home Chicky takes a potion that's going to prevent her from ever having children. This is the She's first buried. we're we're hearing about that's this a big commitment. Yeah, it's a that's really sad. That, that
4: shows how much she does not want her mother to be happy. Mm-hmm considering.
1: Mm-hmm. And especially because she said you know, I this is going to hurt me but it's going to hurt mm-hmm. you more. But I think that in the end, you kind of see that it doesn't really hurt Cora more. Cora I don't know, by the end of this, that last scene with Cora, part of me felt that she did have ulterior motives, but that she also did want her daughter to find some happiness. You know, she had been off in Wonderland by herself for a while and probably had a chance to mellow out a little bit and... And really think and reflect on mm-hmm. her life as a mother she told regina earlier i was okay with a loveless marriage i thought you would be too
2: mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. your heart works differently than mine
3: yes exactly and it answers the question that i think a lot of audience people are thinking like can regina have a baby is, is having a baby one of Regina's happy endings? And obviously that's not. not we can't, but we also, not to jump too far ahead, we do see her say the line, like, I already have a child. I am happy, you know? Right. So I was like, okay, there, there are workarounds to, yeah, she might have gi- given up a happy ending for that particular storyline back in the day, but she can still, in a way, get a happy ending to resolve it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the other underlining tones from
1: this, too, was that um, Cora said to her that only Regina is standing in the way of her own happiness and her own happy ending. And I think that's something that is true for a lot of the villains, and I, really in the heroes too, yeah, like the that's heroes kind of too. the moral, it's is the like moral. you're the only
2: one that stands in the way yeah. of your happy ending.
1: Everyone thinks that, wants to blame someone else for their problems, and it's easier to find a scapegoat, as opposed to just being like, hey, you know what, here's the things I have going on in my life that are great, here's the things that aren't, I'm the common denominator and the things that don't work out so good, so maybe I'm the problem.
2: Yeah. yeah. It was a very freudian union sort of came, moral episode but we'll get to that yeah,
1: later. But yeah, but and like most of it came from Cora, which is why I was like wait a second. I'm supposed to hate you. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but you I know this is really inappropriate. Knowledge.
4: I really need to restroom, so I'll be back.
0: i <laughs> <laughs> <That's> probably <laughs> first history. I know, I was
2: like, trying
1: to hold him like... But, oh, okay. back. All right. but <laughs> this might be a first.
2: After so, these messages, she <laughs> will be right back. <laughs> right back.
1: Alright, <laughs> well, in the meantime, <laughs> speaking of Regina, um, back in present day, every her and um, Robin Hood having a talk at the bar, talking about everything that's happened and... If they can still make it work with them, with Zelina in the way,
2: the ch- how- and the child, I'm just going to defer to Marissa on all things Outlaw Queen.
3: Okay, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, repeat that because I was reading the the comments in the YouTube. But Outlaw Queen, yes, you Outlaw have my Queen. Yeah. So their conversation, the conversation at the, at the
2: bar towards the beginning of the episode.
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> they were
1: trying to figure right, yeah.
3: out, you know, kind of how where, are they going to proceed? They proceed. <sighs> Okay, I I felt for Regina. I was like how awkward was that conversation too. Totally. But but it shows that they are like willing to like yes, it's crappy now, but they're they're so in love with each other that they're willing to work through it and like okay, what do we do? How do we be together? What steps do we have to take to move around these obstacles? So I was like, yes, mature relationship. Love it. <laughs> I loved it too. And I love it that she sweet. I
1: love that she told him that she'd make a forgetting potion for Roland so that, you know, he just doesn't remember his mom coming back into the picture because I'm glad that they pointed out the fact that Roland is also going to be affected by this yep. because yeah. his mother went from dead for for forever to having Regina in his life to his mother coming back and being a part of his life. So his mother to, not being his mother being dead right. again, and no. then being
3: dead again. that's so, too much. And he's yes. only like 5. Yeah. So yeah. That's and a I think much. and I think it's definitely justifiable to have a forgetting potion for it. sorry he, he he is a kid but you know it's more tolerable I guess to have a little boy who probably wouldn't remember it anyways.
1: Yeah, and it's just, you know, so sad because that's that's a lot for a kid and it'd be very confusing to have to explain it. So mm-hmm. I totally understand the p- potion for Roland and I'm okay with that. <laughs> but they're also taking everyone to Storybrook. So in Storybrook she locks away Zelina.
2: And in back the, in that mental. Back in
1: that mental board. ward of the hospital. <laughs> Your temporary home. Oh. Yes. I love that. And then she's on a mission because she's like, I need this author. So she goes after Gold, who's already pretty weak because he's having heart problems. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Hard problems. His heart grows darker and darker every moment. And I want to talk about his heart for a little bit because. Yes. I know that he's been having other people do his dark deeds so that he his heart wouldn't grow darker. Mm-hmm. But just because you're not doing the dark deeds, wouldn't it still affect your the heart? Intention of, the intention is still there. intention is still there, so I feel like he didn't think that one through, so maybe that's
3: why his heart is still growing. Progressively getting yeah.
2: darker and darker.
3: Maybe, but and, and also just shows that maybe he himself is just a dark person. I mean, you take the heart out and you're just left with real human emotions so, and we know he's just a coward as a human being so yes. maybe yeah. also just instinctively he is dark in some ways
2: right because how much of rumple is even really left yeah now yeah at this point
3: but they did answer the question you know what happens to the heart if it is fully consumed rumple could die yes gold and could still live but rumple
2: that was interesting too we talked about that the duality right. of like the the dark one and Rumple, mm-hmm. and his comment about you know you don't want to you don't want to take on the Dark One when no one else is home, and that was fairly ominous. Yeah, it was. yeah.
1: I'm back. I feel
4: so much better.
2: <laughs> we're so glad.
4: Sometimes you just really got to go. <laughs> we're, we're
1: talking about your favorite here. Jira, okay, let's do this. Mr. Gold slash Rumple, um, and the process of his heart turning darker and yeah. what, it, what the effects can be. How are you feeling about this new news? I don't want him
4: to go away. I don't want him to die. Um, But when I first heard it, I thought, maybe there's a chance that he can be reincarnated to something good if the dark is separated from his uh, entity. Mm. But who knows?
2: We'll see. We shall
1: see. Well, he has... We already know that he needs, for the ink to work, he needs the dark he needs dark Emma to go yeah, dark yeah. savior blood what he wasn't thinking of which Regina did was that hey Lily's in town yep she has so <laughs> Emma's smart. darkness inside her so instead of turning someone dark for no reason <laughs> at all okay we Turn can someone? just go grab the girl's blood mm-hmm. who's already dark how convenient right <laughs> Yeah, poor worked. Lily.
2: She has had it this episode. Yeah. Like this episode for her is literally she has had it. <laughs>
4: she's been right. kind of a brat, a brat face, though. Yeah. To be fair,
0: I mean, so she's totally, been a lot. She's totally, yeah. she's totally.
2: but she's she is over it.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. rightfully so. mean yeah. she grew up. Longer and like, not being well aware of everyone and everything that's going on, she's mm-hmm. endured this longer than everybody else. Has. Yeah, True. So, but good on Regina for being smart. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, <laughs> was resourceful. I was very yeah. nervous
1: because I know how Regina can get so upset and you know fly off the handle. Um, and I was just so nervous that she was going to go do something stupid mm-hmm. with Emma and piss her off or something, and I'm glad that she found a new way, an alternative Mm -hmm. solution to it. And her and the author, the author tells her how, you know, how she was the his favorite person to write Mm. for and how Mm -hmm. she really has been screwed over the most. It was his fanboy moment. (laughs) It was was. like, it was
2: like he was at Comic Con all of a sudden. He's like, like, oh my God, you're you're my favorite. (laughs)
4: I'll do anything for you. I'm a huge fan. I would react like that too if I saw Regina
1: though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? But so she gets the ink and then she has this great idea to go make Zelina watch her write her off the
2: story, basically. Which that's a little dark right there. um, Very
3: dark of Regina. I was like, oh, Regina, where are you going with this? But also, I think it's just another terrible way. antagonist. I mean, God love Regina, but she was somewhat the antagonist tonight. Yeah. But don't say what you're doing. You're, you're just ruining it. Because, like, whenever you're explaining your whole scheme, it's never going to go down. No, it never does. It always gets thwarted. Yeah, because you spend too did. much time talking did. about it exactly. instead of acting it's on like, it. Regina, you're awesome. Just get it done. Yeah. get it done. Well,
1: she didn't get it done. No. And the author wasn't really feeling it. Yep. And he was mm. like, "Wait, so I don't get to write anything cuz I'm not okay with that. No. I finally have my ink." And he mm-hmm. writes himself away to go meet up with the dark one um where we see him we where we left him you know, yeah, kind of
2: just t- on the floor on in the floor. pawn shop. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, sorry, forgot about this part. So, Regina when she first gets the author, she the picture we have to talk about oh, the yeah, yes. So the picture of her and Robin kissing that no one knows where it came from. And the author's like, where did you get
2: that? Mm-hmm. Oh
1: my gosh. I was working on a different book or a story for a different book that I never got to start really. And mm-hmm. that's from there. Mm-hmm. So he tells Regina that that means someone's looking out for her that it just appeared. Uh-huh. And there's forces even more powerful than him and the pin out there that are... St- looking out for her. So what what's
2: going through you guys' mind when you hear that? Well, I'm working on a wall-sized illustration to give to Marissa for Christmas. <laughs> <that picture.
0: Yes.
2: laughs> Maybe embossed. <Yes.
0: laughs>
3: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, who knows? It could be Anyone, And we're all speculating who could the next author be, who is this author looking, now mm-hmm. looking over everybody.
2: Is the sorcerer looking out for Regina? Maybe. Maybe.
3: It could be someone completely different that we never met. But seemingly, knowing that someone is looking out for Regina and all these people, he, he or she could be good. I like, guess. Yeah. They're, they're actually a good person out there.
1: Yeah. Hero. Hero. But I don't know, because we see... When the author gets to gold, I think the new book he was working on—it's heroes and and villains. villains.
4: Very interesting book already. Yeah,
1: I like it. I would read that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like I don't know. It sounds like the Avengers or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just like
2: superheroes. Hey, it means that there's a shot for Hercules next season. (laughs) Yes,
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, I'm still holding out. Let's
3: bring it into the story.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's really interesting where we'll, we'll talk about predictions more because that preview mm-hmm. after seeing the book. Ooh, so, Lord, cool. I mean, we, shiny. we, we got a lot cool. to discuss. Yeah, we gonna get to that though. Okay. You know, <laughs> okay. But before we get to that, I want to talk about the other mother and daughter reuniting tonight, which was Lily and Maleficent. Oh. So, Lily oh. rolls up into Storybrooke. Everyone's like, hey, we're wow. home. Oh, we're so happy. And she's like, you're my mom. Cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she, was not, again, she not, again, not having yeah, it. She, 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 she had, had, it. had it.
1: Even, I mean, regardless of what you heard about everyone mm-hmm. there, I don't know... In my mind, I imagined her seeing her mother for the first time after years of searching for her family and for her mom, regardless of how she got separated from her. And just having a moment of, like, oh, my God, like, you're my mom. Mm-hmm. Go- right. mm-hmm. Like, cr- tears, hugs.
4: I wasn't happy with the way she reacted upon finally meeting her mother and how she treated her as well in the coffee shop. I'm like, oh, come on. I yeah. know you're upset. She was I-
2: expecting yeah. Angelina Jolie,
3: apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> Not that <laughs> Maleficent. But also, it just shows that Lily, yes, yeah, she's so torn and scorned by all these people, and then she's just on a war pad. She has one objective, and that's to get revenge. It
2: did give birth, though, to my favorite line of the night was when she said to her mother, "And I'm supposed to take (laughs) grooming advice from Annie Hall."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant,
2: brilliant line. Favorite line of the night. I love Annie Hall. (laughs) Yeah,
1: she, but she was expecting a dragon bitch, so she didn't get that, so she was upset about it. And I think it just really ties into showing just how much darkness there is inside of her that it's harder for her to see the light and be happy Uh and joyous in a moment like this because... All she sees is darkness.
3: And also it goes to show just how much Maleficent has changed in her actions. Yes. Because so yes. we know her as just being an evil villain, but how much in all this time spent in Storybrooke and being around, I think maybe, like, good is rubbing off on her. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. that, quite a bit. It shows that, like, her objective has completely changed so well. She just wants to be with her daughter.
4: Yeah, she wants to look forward and everything she said. Happy. I was like, oh, that's cool. Maleficent's being cool. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she even goes to David and Mary Margaret
1: for some help yes um in getting her daughter back mm-hmm. more so they go off looking for her and this is right after Regina has come and cut her hand to get her blood and then poofed away so she's all pissed because some lady that she barely knows <laughs> can cut, cut her. Cut her. Cut a bitch. Yep. Like, literally uh, cut a bitch. <laughs> literally <laughs>
3: cut a bitch. <laughs>
1: and, and now she's you know, on a warpath. She turns into a dragon. dragon. That has Maleficent's eyes. Yes, and Maleficent's <laughs> like oh, she looks just like me. <laughs> that was, that was so fantastic. Yeah, it was so so hilarious. <laughs>
2: mommy pride <laughs> moment. Yeah, <it> was <laughs> that moment. Very cute.
1: Um, so she's tearing mm. across the city and I don't know what Mary Margaret was thinking in this moment. It actually seemed very dumb to me. <laughs> she yeah. was not that, thinking that That's... Maleficent is walking towards her dragon daughter, and she also is a dragon, so mm. you know she could transform, transform if needed need to kind of take it like, on. on. And daughter. out of nowhere, Mary Margaret takes off <laughs> running in front of her. Why was that a good she idea? She was
3: wasn't. I mean, I get Mary Margaret trying to redeem herself That's for everything she's it. been doing and right. she maybe just wants one win of the day. But like literally I wrote in my notes, what was Mary Margaret planning on doing?
2: I just have written down Waving
3: my notes. Waving to In all to caps, suffer?
2: it just says snow smackdown.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> she does nice.
1: She does take a tail to the face. Mm. Boosh! And well, rightfully so. Yeah, she didn't yeah. go in there with a plan. No girl. And She gets smacked Star into girl. a rock, which would have left a much bigger scar on her head than was there. That <laughs> cute little prop department <laughs> blood drip. Yeah, I love how uh, the
3: rock was just so happened to be there. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yes.
3: <laughs> in the field with nothing else. No. And at just the right
2: angle for her to lay on it so we can have a nice dramatic scene in a minute. <laughs> oh,
1: production. Um, but Lily, our, I'm sorry, Maleficent then chases after Lily into the forest and she calms down and she goes back into her human body which I was glad she didn't end up naked because that's because I saw Avengers this weekend so all I'm thinking is like (laughs) hulking out and then coming back down and like you're (laughs) naked and afraid
2: (laughs) and afraid, it's so true (laughs) I mean
1: Lily did seem kind of freaked out a little bit but not as freaked out as I thought she'd be because I feel like this was the first Mm -hmm. time yeah, first transformation happened so she was shaky but she didn't seem as really freaked as I thought for someone who just turned into a dragon for the first time I think she likes
3: this the dragon thing, too. yeah. She likes the darkness, she, but I, I also thought it as maybe because we know Lily's is very well informed. She mm-hmm. knows everything that goes on, so I think maybe deep down inside her, she knew she had the possibility of becoming a dragon as well.
1: Yeah.
3: So when I mean, that actually happened, be like, yeah, oh, I knew it. I was, I was waiting was for this. Oh, it, it happened. Was an, it was eventually.
1: There it is. Um <laughs> uh, But then they do get to have a great conversation finally or at least uh-huh. it seems like, where uh, Maleficent convinces her to stay for a week here uh-huh. and to let her show her that
3: dragon bitch side. Mm-hmm. Right. So what happens in a week? I mean... Um, I. But, like, what do you think is going to happen in a week?
2: I think it was just, Next like, the week? the lowest unit of plausible <laughs> <It's basically laughs> time that she could give her. To
4: keep her in Storybook for a little longer, you know, buying time and seeing if she can change her mind.
3: Or she just stay. ups and leaves. Yeah. So that's my question. Like, at the end of the week, what's going to happen? Is she going to stay in Storybook, or is she going to leave?
1: I hope she stays. I think she'll end up staying, but I'm not sure if she's going to drop this whole revenge thing so Yeah, quickly. I
4: mean, this is mm-hmm. going to predictions, but she's a... She's a great character to go against Emma or be like her you know, which like nemesis Emma or number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like the bad Emma. The foil. Yeah. 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 She, she is yes. the foil. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I guess I'm just confused too so she's staying for a week mm-hmm. to see how things go, but like earlier she wanted to when she still wanted revenge, she was like, Oh, but I'm gonna leave here but if she left she would've never gotten back in, so how does that help your cause? Right. Wait, okay, one more time? Because <laughs> at the beginning, okay. she wanted to leave Storybrooke. Right. And it, and Maleficent told her, if you leave, you can't come back. Right. But and now, Maleficent
2: can't leave. And
1: Maleficent can't leave or else she'll die again. Right. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now she's willing to stay for, like, a week to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Pantsuit shopping.
2: <laughs> Mother-daughter pantsuits. <laughs> yes. That's how they're going to sell it. Matching pantsuits.
4: I'm sure she wants, hey, there's a part of her that wants they to get would. to know her mom, too. So, obviously, a week is like, all right, I can kind of get to know if you're a dragon bitch, and then we'll see. And then- <laughs> and then
1: we'll go on our way. <laughs> um, and then we have to talk about my favorite.
2: that's <laughs> over here. Hooker! <laughs>
1: I'm I don't glad one person like could that. sing yes, it I'm
2: all for it. I'm in so support of it.
1: Life. We got an awesome moment tonight.
3: <laughs> she's all beating. <laughs> I, I, all all I, really like no, I love the hand. I love it.
1: So I will say that it was a good moment. It was a great moment. So hook. First of all, he goes and gloats to um, Mr. Gold about how, Uh you know, Emma's on her way back and ha 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 ha, she didn't turn dark. (laughs) Um, And then he gets Emma and Emma totally shades her parents at the whole happy everyone's home thing. The shade. Like <laughs> the shade. The literal,
2: literal shade. She threw at
1: her mother. Mm-hmm. Which was amazing, but it also reminded me of being like sixteen again, and when your mom pisses yeah. you off and you do it just to make her angry. Emma is acting like, like a teenager. She is. She is like
2: a petulant sixteen year old. Yes. And I, I know, love it it's because frustrating.
1: I love it because she never got that growing up. So I don't love it. I understand why she's going through it. She now. never got
3: that adolescence. She's 15 years late.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think mm. and it it does piss me off, but then I had to sit there and really think like character-wise, okay, I understand why it's taking her so long. She never got the chance to act out with her parents and They just crumbled all the things that she thought of them. It's kind of like with Lily. She had this whole big picture of what her mother was going to be. Mm -hmm. And then to find out that she was less than that was so disappointing. And I think Emma's just kind of going through that right
2: now. Yeah, having to come to terms with that.
1: But thank God she has a fine
2: man-like hook around. Who is apparently the greatest therapist on the planet. Because after a five-minute conversation, Emma is like... about spewing Freud and Jung and I'm like okay
3: Hook alright Hook it's like Archie needs to wash his back <laughs> yes like, exactly we got another therapist in town Archie when you've got Hook um, <laughs> I have to agree with
1: you on that Tiana I was like yeah.
2: work Hook he was
1: on it work I Hook I mean <laughs> I love that he took her to like look over the horizon and then it's just kind of like so you know you're treating your parents like crap mm-hmm. and you should really stop and I think part of it has to come from his own parents maybe he didn't have a great relationship with them and he's just kind of like hey you know you gotta forgive and forget and move on or just forgive and move on just the main thing is you can't go on acting
3: this way and being Uh like this with your parents
1: I agree with him. I agree with that
3: wholeheartedly. That's right. I I like the fact that it was him that was the one straightening her up. Because I mean, we even saw last week's episode. Regina was trying to talk to her down (laughs) and talk her down, but it didn't work so well. (laughs) It was Hook. So yeah, props to Hook for finally me having Emma come to her senses mm-hmm. yes I I wholeheartedly agree hookers for life um,
1: <laughs> did I miss anything that you guys wanted to talk about in this episode I
3: love Queen Kiss for like a second oh yes oh, <laughs> like, awesome. oh my god they did <laughs> have a moment it felt
4: inappropriate though like no, in front of like, everybody I don't care in front of everybody
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm like Marissa does ready. not care it could yeah. be <laughs> shove it in, in a dark alley. <laughs> oh god <laughs> I don't care.
1: Well, I made you almost made me spit my drink out, but
3: but okay, but yeah, but when they're talking in the whole Zelina prison cell there, her temporary home. Like <laughs> it shows that they're willing to work and Regina is can be happy. She's like, "Yes, we're going to work on it." And, and we we also, may not be together now, but we're going to work on it. Mm-hmm. There's hope. There's hope.
2: There is hope. And we busted that uh, the once again, we busted that fairy tale thing of like cuz Zelina tries to throw it back at her like, "Oh, so your happiness is defined by being with a man." And she's like, "No." No. He's part of my My world. world. My happiness is being happy in my world. That's
4: because Regina is awesome. And there was a Neil mentioned, by the way, I just want to say. He's not dead yet. Yeah, there was. In spirit. (laughs) I mean.
2: Yeah, but he is.
4: One day. One day.
2: (laughs) He'll he'll come back in like a a past
1: memory or something. Um, I mean, you never know.
2: Next Mm. week's episode, you you don't ever know.
3: know. Yeah.
1: Um, Okay, well, I know that Blake has a little special segment for us. Oh, yes, it's time for Once
2: Upon a Weave. Um, We didn't have Belle tonight, which always makes me sad because her weave is my favorite. But tonight's weave honorable mention, there's two. One goes to Cora. Yeah. Rocking okay. those updos with the little clips. Mm-hmm. The second one goes to Regina's flashback updo, which Ooh, was yeah. gorgeous. What? But then there's one like downgrade mention. Like Ooh. there's one like there's there's one shady um ratchet weave. Ooh uh, Regina's side pony oh. after Cora transforms uh. her I was like, what was that ratty thing hanging on her <laughs> shoulder? No, ratchet weave. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she made up for it in the next scene yeah. with Once Upon a up to. <laughs> 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 All right, that's my hair recap. Uh, uh,
1: I love it. Completely <laughs> agree. And that can take us into news and gossip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me open up my news. paper here. All right, so I have a lot to talk about just because Entertainment Weekly did two different articles where they interviewed um, Edward H- or Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz oh, about nice. like questions for what we're going to see in the finale. So I've gathered the best. Teasers I can give uh-huh. exciting. about next week's two-hour finale. Oh
3: my god, so Two hour
1: finale. one just because I've all I keep asking this about Lily's father, will the topic of Lily's father be brought up? Yes. Yay! <gasps> will we find out the identity of the sorcerer? Yes. Ooh. Will there be nuptials for any of our couples soon? Answer. There will be a wedding in the finale. Whether it goes through through or not, you'll have to watch. What? What? A wedding? (laughs) A wedding? Who's getting married? Hook and Emma? A la Queen? No. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) what? (laughs) Oh, oh my god! Is it Belle and Will? Like what? Who's no. gonna be married? I know it's not though. Belle. Still has to go there, in <laughs> yeah. Yes,
3: she does. First. She, she just, needs to call it for her.
1: Okay. And then will anyone die, either temporarily or permanently, in the season four finale? Both? Yeah. Decipher that one. Oh.
2: What? I'm just gonna They're keep going. Toying like toying with our emotions. They're toying
4: with I,
1: us, right?
2: Okay. That so just then, sounds like
4: a crazy season finale. Yeah, yeah, right? It's two mm-hmm. hours.
1: So then we're going to get into the next article that had a bit longer answers for some of the spoilers. So the finale is titled Operation Mongoose. What can you tell us about this? It's a great indication of television today when it's the long one-season arc of, the fi- of finding the author... Regina said in the opening, I'm going to find the author, Operation Mongoose, and make him rewrite a happy ending for me. For us, the two-hour finale is going to be what happens when the author starts writing. So we saw a little bit of that play in tonight. Mm -hmm. What role does Henry play in the finale? He plays the role of hero. You're going to see Henry step up and be called upon to finally be the hero he's always been reading about and inspiring other people to be. Ooh. Okay. I'm excited That's, for this yeah, because exactly. Henry literally came on screen for three seconds to hug his mom and that was it tonight. Right? Yeah. And remember when the show was kind of about him? Yeah. yeah. It's like, right. Hmm, right. hmm, wow, like mm-hmm. shade.
2: Shade. <laughs> shade. It's okay. He's
1: yeah, still and got they go on to say that, you know, it's been too long since Henry's been in front and center. And they said it's kind of like his bar mitzvah,
2: but magically. Um, So it's a magical
1: bar mitzvah. Congrats. Mazel tov.
2: We got a wedding, a magical Um, bar mitzvah.
1: And then they were asked how this finale compares to previous ones. And it was said, in terms of where it leaves off, it's probably more similar to season one in terms of how it changes the conditions of the show as opposed to sending us off on a journey to a new land or having someone magically appear. It's a mixture of last year's finale in terms of it being a big, fun movie, and season one in terms of the character based condition change.
2: Mm. Okay. And I also
1: saw something here about possibly next season having a flash forward moment in a time jump. <gasps> what? Oh, yeah. What? So, Say what? take that and do what you will with it, and then let's move on to predictions. <laughs>
0: and now, you're after Buzz TV.
1: So I know everyone's predictions probably changed after all that information about what to expect. I'm just like in a standstill right now, like,
4: what can I talk about?
1: I know, right? Yeah. So, prediction. Who's getting married? Hook and Emma. Will it happen? Yes! That's
2: me. (laughs) I I mean, I hope so, but... When we saw when we saw the scenes from the you know the coming episode and we saw you know the heroes being villains and vice versa, uh, Belle and Rumple were back together. I was thinking
4: mm-hmm. that too. I so was you thinking think maybe we'll have Rumpin a Belle Bell Rumple Bell.
2: wedding, like, rewedding. I think it's you know, possible. remarriage. Mm-hmm. No,
4: well they didn't say that they're going to go through with it, but there's a wedding, so I think that might be a possibility. That's what the book yeah. said.
1: I like this whole. I loved the whole reversal of mm-hmm. roles in the preview
3: that we saw. Snow with that fireball. Yes. That? Yes. Oh,
1: yes. I'm it was everything. That. That's what it was. And she had
3: a heart in her hand commanding people. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and it looked it. like, I mean, the way they cut it together, at least. David was the one who walked through the door after she was like, get in here. And I was uh-huh. like, ooh, yes. make oh, him your slave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, overall, I think with Learning about Henry, I just feel like this is going to go more into the whole Operation Mongoose and him kind of taking leadership, and then that's how he becomes the writer. I the really just yeah. see this kind of coming into terms with Henry realizing what his purpose is in this world, and it's that of the writer. I well,
4: totally see him being the, the future writer. Like That's yeah. just what he's going to be.
2: What happens if, once upon a time, the book is... Has ended, and we jump to heroes and villains. Wow. We're in the new story. Ooh. Like, what if that? Because the power of the pen, that could be the big mm-hmm. conditional change at the end of the. I but like the that. thing
3: with books, you can always go back to them.
2: That's true. You can always, always read them. Yeah, you can always reread them and jump back into the story. Because yeah,
3: I, I will books. say that in the flat, in the preview, it looked like we saw
1: Henry in the book in. And it looked like everyone was in the enchanted forest. But right. Henry kinda looked like he was dressed in normal clothes. I'd have I have to go back and watch it yeah. again because we just saw it very quickly, but I saw him there and I kinda remember thinking, Wow, he's in normal clothes and everyone else is not. It looked like Emma was locked up in a tower. Yes. Going, yes, it did. going batshit cray. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean I I'm really excited to see. It. I don't know what's going to happen though. Yeah.
3: Also, I think knowing that there was a simultaneous story already going on before the heroes and villains book came out, I think that will come into play somehow. Yeah. Maybe so. counteract everything that's going on in the Once Book. Mm. I just hope they don't
4: kill off Rumple. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I gotta see or this, this dark possibly one. happening. Okay, question from <laughs> the uh, everyone. Thank you for commenting in YouTube. <laughs> who do you think if they could kill the Dark One, who would be the new Dark One?
4: Well, actually, we mentioned this uh, yeah. while watching do it. You think? Um, well, Blake came up with a good point. So
2: I, I thought. I thought it could potentially be Emma. Yeah.
4: Mm. I was thinking Regina, but when he said Emma, I'm like, ooh. That's what about Lily?
1: running. Uh, well, okay. yeah. I think was too obvious for it to be Lily. That though, was yeah, because she has so much darkness in her already. But then, or let's let's be real fun, Henry.
2: Ooh. Oh.
4: But could you imagine Emma being evil? Like that's a
1: force to be reckoned with. Like. Pratt. Yeah, but Henry. could you imagine Henry and then Regina and Emma both having to deal with the fact that yeah. their son is now the Dark One? Intrusted.
3: And then, you know, sh- uh, Regina and Emma had to pair up again to take over their son. Yes. Or it could uh-huh. just
4: be Snow. But then, see, obviously no one's as excited yeah. about it, I guess. <laughs> I, <was> like, well, <laughs> I think
3: we'll see that next week's episode, just yeah. her being yeah, a dark side, a not just the Dark it. One, just the dark side. So, I don't know. I don't know. You know, seeing Regina tonight, she she kind of snapped back into her dark ways. I was like, oh, she could be a scary, evil, dark one. Not that I want her to be. But she could easily take on the dark one.
2: We know she can do it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, you guys at
1: home, make sure you tweet us and continue commenting on our YouTube channel and our iTunes. Make sure you give us five stars. Comment, share, tell a friend, tell three friends, tell your whole family. Um, <laughs> and then to at make the dinner the table. Yeah, at the <laughs> dinner table. <laughs> Sunday dinner, turn on our show and make everyone watch with you. Um, in the meantime, where can everyone find you guys on social media?
4: Social media, you can find me at
3: K-O-R-I-O-U-S, Twitter as well as Instagram. And you can
2: find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake McIver.
1: And
3: you can follow me at Serafini TV. You can follow me at the Tiana Hobson.
1: at the <laughs> Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram and make sure you check out After Buzz TV on all social media platforms at After Buzz TV. And we will see you guys next week for the two-hour oh, finale no. just so you know we're still gonna tape our show at 9 p.m Pacific time so don't miss it
0: <laughs> from executive producers Maria Manunos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire afterbuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network.